hello, and welcome to Nerd Vomit. My name is Doug. I'm a nerd, and I vomit. I'm joined by my co-nerd and co-vomiter, Christina. What up, nerds? There's her catchphrase. Yep. Uh, the only show that's got nothing to talk about, yet everything to talk about. Yeah, Like, see, really that's does. not a bad, that, that wasn't no. a bad intro. No, it was a great no, no, no. intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were a little worried. Well, your comment of, like, not your best work is, like, oh. Well, it's not, like, you know, super creative. Um, so, let's get into a little light uh, Borderlands 3 talk, just to get it out of the way. Um, so, I finally beat the Borderlands 3 uh, last DLC, which was, I'm going to fuck it up, but uh, Psycho Krieg and the fabulous Fuster Cluck. Um, it's it's bittersweet um, in that one, like I beat everything from Borderlands Three. Party for Doug. But it's like, oh, now I got to wait for Borderlands Four or Forderlands is what they should call it. Borderlands. Yes. All right. Forderlands. Yeah. All right. Like if you do a four, like stylized, and then yeah. like as a B. That would be cool. That's what I'm thinking. Um, you finally go through. You find the secret of all Vault Hala, which isn't anything. Um, basically, Krieg was driven insane through like experimentation. Uh, but you find out that like Sane Krieg was kept kind of like safe and protected by Psycho Krieg. Okay. Um, which was when I was talking about a, a couple weeks ago, where uh, Sane Krieg says like, "Oh, I just want to thank you all for like." accepting me and I'm part of the Crimson Raiders and I'm, you know, fighting against evil and then Psycho Krieg is the one who like actually talks, like out of their actual physical mouth and he goes, up the anus! <laughs> um, I'm not going to do that really I'm loudly. What? That was actually true. Um, Could you say it louder? No. <laughs> I think I said it loud enough, thank you. <laughs> but you find out like that, that same Krieg and like, Psycho Krieg or insane Krieg um, kind of find like a middle ground and go okay like we can coexist I didn't realize like Psycho Creek was protecting me yeah um, from everything that was going on and you uh, you finally beat his like inner rage which he goes it's never going to be gone but at least it's subsided so that like we can coexist oh, okay. um, so I mean like the ending of the DLC itself was bittersweet um, as well as, like I said, like that... Did you get a little misty? I got a little misty that I got away from, like, Borderlands 4. Um, yeah. But it, it ended on, like... It, it ended on a beaten note. Okay. Um, and I finally got that gun with legs, so I was happy. Um, Baby gun. And... It... It... As a final, like... Parting review, like I will say that ultimately I think Borderlands 2 and its DLCs are probably my favorite. Um, I like, let me rephrase that. I think Borderlands 2 is the best game out of the franchise. Okay. Um, I think pound for pound, um, 3 had better DLCs, except for the DLC, the last DLC on Borderlands 2, which was the Tiny Tina coming to grips with the death of Roland and it was all like a Dungeons & Dragons like role-playing yeah. based um, that one ugh, 
that was get messy. Like that was mm. rip your heart out. Like you're like, watching rough. a little girl like come to grips with like the death of a close friend and grieve. And she's like, well, when Roland gets here, and everyone's like, Ooh. honey, like you know he's not going to show up. Ooh. Um, it's a little rough. Yeah, it's a little like, rough. her like her coping mechanism of like playing the like it's called bunkers and badasses, but it's basically Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and making like Roland like the White Knight type of thing, and like he's the hero that saves her, and like da 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 da, like that got emotionally fucking real. Um, whereas there wasn't really a whole lot of emotional realness with a lot of the well, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, hammer, hammer. Not Hammerfuck. That <laughs> could be a character in Borderlands. That, that would be an interesting that, character name. That would be right in line with it. Um, oh, what is his name? Anyway, the fucking like safari hunter and the guy who runs Jacob's Guns finally get married. Yeah. That was Love Guns and Tentacles, which was the second DLC for Borderlands 3. Got like emotionally like very sweet. Yeah. Um, surprising gay wedding. Like, who would have thought a gay wedding would have been a DLC in yeah. Borderlands 3? That's interesting. Very, Good for them, though. That's very progressive. Yeah. Um, the the Western themed one, Bounty of Blood, uh, was it was all right. Um, and the, oh, the first one, Moxie's Heist, was great. So, so really, pound for pound, the DLCs on Borderlands Three I liked more, except for the one from Two, which was yeah, Tiny, uh, Tiny Tina's Tea Party Girl Tina. So Borderlands is more of like a very consecutive story. Like you have to start with one, then you go to two, and then three. Or do they each kind of have their own story? They have their own stories. Um, I I got in on what's called the Handsome Collection uh, with Borderlands Two, which was like Borderlands Two, all the DLCs, and what's called the pre sequel, which is it came out after Borderlands Two, but it's about what happens before yeah. Borderlands Two. It's like the origin of Handsome Jack who is the antagonist in Borderlands 2. Um, I've now ruined the magic of the words Borderlands 2 by saying it so much. It's all right. Forgive you. Um, they're, they're all contained. Um, and each one has like new, uh, new choices of who to play as. I tried playing... I got the Borderlands game of the year, like the first Borderlands. Yeah. And it's just... It doesn't have the spark... Um, are you jamming on, what is this, Kelly Clarkson or some bullshit? Don't judge me. It is Kelly Clarkson, isn't it? Maybe. But the reason for my question was, like, someone like me has never played any of the Borderlands. What would be the one that you would recommend? Two. Okay. I think that two, was the I point of my... I think two's the best game. I, you don't really need to know a whole lot. I mean, the characters from one pop up in two. The characters from two pop up in three. Yeah. But... You don't really need to know, like, backstories. Like, my character in Borderlands 2 was Zero, who's, like, this, like, robot assassin. Yeah. Um, like, kind of the rogue character, I guess you call it in D&D in &D, yeah. uh, uh, terms. Um, and he pops up as, like, a guy who gives you, like, s side missions for, like, assassinations. Yeah. But, like, you don't really need to know about him. Like, he's just like, hey, I'm hunting these people. Help yeah. me. And you do. Um, like you run to Brick, you run to Mordecai, um, who are characters from two. Um, playing two for the first game, like 
I didn't lose anything. Like, I, I didn't feel like I was lost at all. Yeah. Um, so you're saying, roundabout for people who don't play, the best one would be to go to Borderlands most, 2. That yes, you enjoy. It's not... It's not it, the franchise is not so dense that you have to play 1, 2, 3, and then Borderlands eventually. Um, I hope they hear this and they take that title. They're not answering my emails, so... Do anybody um, they are making a movie, though. Oh, a Borderlands uh, movie? Yes, I believe... Who played Hela in Thor 3? Was that Kate Blanchett? I think so, but you're also asking the worst person with actor names. It's that I get, like, Kate's confused, like Kate Hudson and Kate yeah. Blanchett. Um, it's like all the Jennifers that are out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but the, the they've cast Lilith, who's a siren, who they have, like, like psychic abilities, okay. effectively. Um and I think they've cast Lilith, and it's, like, pitch perfect. So I'm really hoping that... I don't know what the plot is. I don't know, like, who else they've cast. Um, but they are working on a movie. That will be interesting to see how they do that. Because usually video game movies suck balls. Exactly. Except for apparently Sonic, which I didn't see, but apparently it was fun and worked. I liked it. I mean, I did see the, the release of Sonic actually, like, the weekend before everything shut down because of COVID. So, I heard Jim Carrey actually fucking kills it. Oh, he does. He's like, fantastic. He, like, he in that plays movie. like old school Jim Carrey style. Yeah. Like, it's just him like off the fucking leash, being yep. bizarre. Because I think Doctor Robotnik, and I go, I think of like you know the fat egg shaped guy with yep. the fucking mustache, and we go Jim Carrey, and I'm going, hey, uh, what? But the interesting part, because do you care about spoilers? No, no, didn't on this think one. so. One, I liked the brand new animation of the Sonic that we all like cyberbullied them. We basically went, hey, it's going to cost you $7 million in the long run to redo this so he looks like what we want him to look like. Yeah. But you're going to make that money up because we're all going to go see it. Yep. Hopefully. And that's what actually. Yep. Well, going to digital, but yes. Yeah. So it was good. Uh, at the end of the movie, Robotnik actually gets sent through one of the golden rings to the mushroom planet, and that's where you see the big frayed mustache, and he's just nice. on a planet. So I'm sure that's where he gets fat. Fatter. Yep. Fatter. Starts driving around old. Yep. Modoc. His little hover egg chair. hover yeah. chair. Yep. His what? The egg hover chair, because he kind of looks egg, like yeah. an egg toy. Well, everything's like, egg. Yeah. Right. From His egghead. <laughs> so, um, but it was good. I liked the movie. I'm one, hoping they make a second one because Tails comes in at the after credits. So shut the fuck up. Are you serious? Yeah. You know what? Sorry, that doesn't grab me. I, I've misled you. You're fine. I honestly, fine. now that I, upon further review of the last three seconds of my life, <laughs> I don't give a fuck if Tails shows up. I give a fuck if Knuckles shows up. Yeah. Because Knuckles my boy. Knuckles my boy. Knuckles is cool. Which, by the way, so in apropos of nothing, you had a predictive text fuck up yesterday. <laughs> and instead of saying busy, you went bucky. At what point I sent you a gif of Winter Soldier and you were like, meh, whatever. You'll deal with it. And I was like... I fucking love the Winter Soldier, and you will not—you will not disparage him in any way. And even if you weren't, I don't care. That's how he took it. One of my best friends has always said, like, there are certain people that are going to stay dead in comics. Um, Uncle Ben from Spider-Man, yeah. Bucky from Captain America, Gwen Stacy Spider-Man. But does he stay dead? 
Bucky? Because you see him in Wakanda. Is he coming to Wakanda? No, he... Okay, so in the comics... Uh, in the one, comics, at, we're going comic in the, in the, Well, and, and the movies. Because um, Winter Soldier wasn't a character for the movies. He originally got brought in by uh, this writer named Ed Brubaker. Uh, and I believe, I want to say the art was Steve Epting. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on the artist. But I want to say it's Steve Epting. Uh, and they brought him back because they said, well, you never really see him die. You just see him fall off the experimental aircraft yeah. and like his arm is stuck. And Brubaker said, um, or like wrote this whole thing about the Winter Soldier and he was kept in, you know, cryonics. And that's why he has an age and he's the same, you know, like ages, like, you know, yeah. America. Um, and my friend was like, no, no, like, Bucky's dead, Bucky's dead. And I'm like, I don't care if they retconned that. It was a good goddamn story. Yeah. To the point where they brought him in the fucking, uh, the, uh, the MCU, the yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because the minute I saw, like, one, Sebastian Stan was signed for, like, multiple movies, so I'm like, fucking Winter Soldier. Yeah. They're not going to waste a multi-movie contract on flashback cameos. Yeah. That just ain't going to happen. So when I saw that, like, you know, it was Captain America 2 Winter Soldier, I was like, fucking give myself a black guy with my nerd dick. <laughs> right there. And, um, and, and loved it. I mean, and now everyone's like, it's universally accepted that, like, Bucky never truly died. He was brought yeah. back by the Winter, as of the Winter Soldier. Uh, in fact, the two scientists that are like reprogramming his mind at one point, one of them is the writer Ed Brubaker. I could point it out in the movie. Oh, in um, that scene where he has the, the yeah, and they mouth the, guard and they yeah, put the electric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, one of them is Ed Brubaker. What, what just happened? Oh, no, I Can saw it shake really bad. All right. Um, My bad. We got excited. Sorry. Nerd motor. <laughs> black eye. Um, For you. <laughs> Nuggnesit, nuggnesit. There we go. How long did that take me? 14 minutes. Um, <laughs> your, your facial reaction was the best on that. <laughs> I'm literally crying at the joke I thought of in my head. Oh, I'm literally crying over it. wonder if you should just say uh, it. No, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> hey, off air. Off air, you're going to have to say it. No, I'll say it on air. I was going to say, well, in terms of your regard, you give yourself two black eyes. Uh, yeah. Which is a boob joke. Uh, so, let's just say if Christina were to work at a strip club, it would not be on Mondays. Which is like a cup night, is my whole joke. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's, let's, <laughs> let's stop let's talking off, about let's, let's my chest on air. Um, I know they're there, Doug, but come on. Eyes are up uh, north. Eyes are up north. <laughs> up here. Whatever. Is that how you hit on people on Bumble or whatever the fuck you're on? Um, no. You're kind of cute, but my eyes are up north. Like, <laughs> sorry. Hey, I know you're focused on America, but I need you to be focused on Canada. That's not bad. That's not bad. No, that's not bad. That's actually, you can use that if you want. <coughs> that's ideological freeware if you want it. Um, <coughs> so... The meat and potatoes of this fucking episode is going to be The Boys, penultimate episode of season two, uh, episode seven. Because episode uh, eight release, releases this Friday. Yes, which we will get into next week. Oh, yeah. Uh, but nope. this is uh, but- Butcher Baker Candlestick Maker, I believe is the name of the title. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, it was- I had nothing on that. I mean, no, you're good. Keep going. 
Um, I've got fucking notes. I know you do. You type them right before all of this. And I mean, like, notes. Um, it is insane that I could probably break down... I mean, usually we do, like, really cursory... Yeah. ...summaries of episodes and go, oh, well, there was, like, that, like, the whale moment or the, the dolphin whale. moment from season one. Just funny, because on that note, my dad was rewatching all of the boys, and yeah. I was like, did you see the whale? And he, like, gave that puzzled look for a second. I was like, oh, yeah, that, that was like, yeah, that scene. All you have to say is the whale, and people know what you're talking about, because... Well, it's like I kept saying, like, when you started watching, I said, what do you know about milk? Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. Um, all the milk. Oh, so... Milk? I'm going to get right into it. Um, and then you and I will just oh, back yeah. and forth. Uh, one is a reference you're not going to get right at the top of your head. Um, but Fat Neil from Community is in The Boys. I was watching it going, I know that fucking actor. Like, where do I know him from? And I was like, oh, you're Fat Neil from Community, uh, who's a reoccurring character. Uh, uh, there was a guy named Neil who was fat. Fat Neil. Um... Fat Neil was the guy who whose act, actor's name I'm not going to fucking bring up. I, I don't care and I don't remember it. Uh, I'm just going to keep calling him Fat Neil. Um, Fat Neil works. He was the guy who shot the convenience store clerk, which oh, I kind of want to get into. That's that at the very beginning of the episode. Yeah. Which a lot of people aren't talking about. I'm like, that shit was fucking crazy. Yeah. Where he's like listening to like Stormfront's blog. He literally and gets almost brainwashed by her blog to he go and literally just, like he does. Yeah. And then at one point she's like headlights drive by or yeah, something. Yeah, and, and it the lights up the clerk's eyes. Yeah, and it looks like a kind of a Xerox um, like scanner there, type yeah. of effect. But yeah, like and then he comes back and he's like, I saw the, the light gone? in your and eyes. He goes, yeah, like, do it again, like do it again. And fucking shoots him. And he's I'm like, like, I have a family, and it's just like right in the cheek. And then Fentanyl gets away with it. I assume like. We don't know I, that for sure, I, but honestly, I think... I, I was kind of looking for a payoff on that. Like, that was an interesting setup. Um, it could be just that, like, obviously, Homelander and Stormfront have this, like, jingoistic... Yeah. Um, they did reference it on the rally. Oh, did they? Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right, that's right, that's right. They're like, this tragic, sto- like, Stormfront... Well, they don't clerk. say, like, he was caught. Like, and I assume no. the cameras and shit, like... But they referenced it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it's, like, it's the same way that, like, Stormfront was... Um, when she was um, tracking the uh, Kamiko's brother, yeah, and she just up and kills a bunch of fucking black people. Yep. And I say that in that way, like because it's shocking. Yeah. Because at first I was like, why is she just like killing this fucking like apartment building? And I'm like, oh, they're all low income African Americans. Mm-hmm. Like she's a fucking racist cunt. Yeah. Um, if you didn't know that from episode six when she said they're ta- they're, all the other races are taking over this country. Or when she, well, she calls Kimiko's brother like a yellow bastard yep. and when she kills... That um, one lady's brother right in yeah, front of her eyes. Her, her name's gonna come to me something. It's Deborah something. Yeah. Is the name of the, the actress. Um, but yeah, when she's like, you know, I saw your car, it was... Uh, I will totally yes. Um... So, yeah, Fat Neil, like, shooting a fucking convenience store clerk, which, once again, like, he thinks it's a soup, but then again, you go into, like, is it a, uh, uh, an, um, analogy for muzzle? Yeah. I mean, you look at this, unfortunately, the, um, ooh, that was something. Um. I was like, here, take your beer. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but you look at, you know, 
almost four years ago with I don't want to get political, but like yeah. you know the the you know Islam and like Muslim travel bans and that yeah. kind of stuff, and even after nine eleven, um, you know there was that kind of uh, xenophobic um, yeah. type of thing. So I mean it's it's very you go Nazis. They're not timely. Well, yeah, they are. I mean, and they yeah. have been for a couple of years. I'm not not saying that. Um, but the fact that like this is coming out, of, you know, a couple of years after that, and it's still very yeah. socially poignant, um, is is incredible. And the fact that they're using much like X Men was a, a, a metaphor for racism yeah. uh, in the '60s, um, which is very true. That. Um, Eric Kripke and company on on the boys um, are using Stormfront as like I wouldn't call him a I wouldn't call her a Trump proxy. Yeah. But I would at one point she said something about like a common enemy unites the base. Yeah. It's like okay, well I think our current actual president might think that. Yeah. Um, Let's not get into politics though. No. No, I could, but I won't. Um, Let's not. Well, you'd start another podcast for that if you wanted to. Ryan. Let's talk about Ryan. Yes. So Lander and Fecko's. Yep, son. Uh, I found, I, I saw the, the Lego, the Blind Side movie. Yeah. Which is adorable, but the Blind Side is inherently racist. Um, I know most people are going, Doug, what the fuck are you talking about? It's a football movie. But it is. If and you look deep down around... If you look at it, the message is black people can excel as long as white people, like, they have, Help like, them. a rich white person to, like, take care of them. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's it's problematic at best. And that also all of the troubled ones are in the lower community. Right, they're, right, 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 They're right. the ones that drop out Once for again, drugs. Once again, we're not going to get into politics. Yeah. But, I mean, it is, it is problematic when you start... Looking at it in a in, in a more yeah in a microscopic sense, but um, it was cute that like he did like terms of endearment and yeah know. I mean he was it was cute yeah. him doing like a lot of different things for his mom it's like his her favorite movies but it's amazing how sheltered she's kept him though as well like in my opinion a little bit but she's also trying to do well, it as a Homelander's favorite movies are apparently all of the Homelander movies well why wouldn't they be. It's that, that, that does make sense. Um, so, the fact, like, okay, so he goes, Homelander says, oh, I want, you know, I want to be a family, you need to, like, connect with, like, Stormfront. Um, Becca's like, this is fucking insane. What about um, the, side note, like, the part where he goes to talk to Ryan and he literally walks and stands in front of Becca. So it's Stormfront, Ryan. And Homelander, and Becca's just right behind him. Like, he just turns and... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, the, just the, like, every, yeah, you can everything go about, on like, Everything about the staging of it, everything about... There's that part where Becca and Homelander are giving outside, and I, I don't know whose point of view it was. I assume Becca's. Yeah. Looks in, and Stormfront's, like, rubbing, like, Ryan's back. Yep. Very, like, comforting. Um, and... Then they steal him. They effectively kidnap him. Yeah. Which is a fucking felony. Not that these people care, but... Yeah. Um, and Becca had a really... The thing is, Becca had a really good point where she goes, we can give Ryan, or she can give Ryan, the childhood, the upbringing that Homelander yeah. never had. And I don't think Homelander can get out of his own way in that. Where yeah. he's like, 
no, I'm the most, I'm, I'm fucking Superman effectively. Yeah. With, you know, the analog. Um, let's not mince words here, because obviously Black yeah. Noir, who we're going to talk about later, is Batman. Um, but, like, he goes, you know what? No, I'm the most powerful person on the planet, and yep. I'm going to decide what to write. Once again, goes off and shows Ryan everything, and then comes back, and Ryan's all pissed off at Becca. Well, I know. That, that was one of those very, like, I'm going to fuck up the philosopher, but very, like, Plato in the cave. Um, where there are these people in the cave and they're seeing like light and shadows and they think shadows of the world and then you you know extinguish the light and take them out of the cave and they go oh my god like what we thought was real isn't real yeah and what we're seeing now can we trust and is that real which is the world which is very yeah I might have taken some philosophy classes in high school um in college but anyway um yeah that's very like do I want to call a Homelander like he's trying to be like the cool parent um, where he's like look you're in a fucking bubble let me pop that for yeah. you and Ryan, but it's like Ryan's like eight or some crazy shit like eight or nine something like, like that he, like he can't comprehend what he's just seen he just knows like, like that like childlike base anger yeah it's like all, like, all the emotions are extreme nothing's complex um, I'm not going to get super into this other than he was basically did he go with Homelander or was he coerced would be my question yeah you could make an argument to say like yeah he was mad at Becca and he went with Homelander and Stormfront obviously he was I think and I think you'll agree I hope um, or don't but like psychologically obviously manipulated to be mad at Becca and go well I want to go live with dad like yeah. That kind of mentality where it's like, your mom won't buy you a dog. I'll get you a dog. Well, then I'm going to look at dad. That kind of weird yep. divorce parent mentality. I might have grown up in it. Don't worry about it. Um, but. Could also be that single child with two parents going, putting each one against each other. No, Being say, a single ch- child with yeah. two parents. Yeah. I, 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 I might have divorced. I played them against we're, each other when I was younger. We're divorced. Are my parents still divorced if my dad's dead? That's a question. We'll not get into that question today. That should okay, be another I think that question. might be a damn. That might be a yeah, damn that's a damn question. question. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting question. Um. Anyway, uh, head explosion. Holy this, crap! This that is, meeting room. This is gonna be polarizing because everyone and their fucking mother is talking about how shocking that was. I didn't find that. That's shocking. I wasn't expecting them all to have, like, half of them to have their heads explode. I just... I knew something was going to happen, but I didn't expect that. Yeah, but, like, everyone's going, oh, my fucking God, like, oh, my God, what does it fucking mean? And I'm like... Those that know too much are dead. Okay, then you get into, like, the moderator of the Senate subcommittee or whatever it was. Well, he would have known too much. Uh, the, the Newman, the senator... Or whatever she was, didn't die. Uh, the congresswoman. Shock, whatever. Yeah. Um, Shockwave, who was yeah. Ethan's replacement, got popped. Vogelbaum makes sense. Yeah, he wheelchair. makes sense. That makes sense. Um, at one point, when Mallory says, "You know, Vought put you in that wheelchair," like they fucked you. Yeah. It's time to fuck. Which, by the way, did you notice that when 
uh, MM, Mother's Milk. And Mallory drove up to the house. They go like up th- like through the driveway. Yeah, and then, and um, then Butcher when, uh, just goes then right through the grass. across the grass. Just, I was just like, meow. what a like, subtle. But it's like, that's exactly what Butcher would do. Yep. When he goes, tell him it's William Butcher. And he's got the cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Yep. And then he just drives up across the grass and goes, yep. your whole family's fucking dead if you don't. Yep, testify. Like, do the right thing. Yep. Because um, at one point, Vogelbaum does say to Mallory and MM, um, sometimes the other things are better than the right thing, which is like, you protect your family as opposed to doing the right thing, yeah. which was kind of the in- inference. Um, but Butcher is Butcher's willing to sacrifice everything for the right thing, up to yep. and including Becca, because... That's why they're not together. Because yeah. she's like, you would kill Ryan because he's a fucking soup. Mm-hmm. And to butcher, that's the right thing. It's like soups need to be exterminated, um, which just basically makes him a racist on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, it's once again, they're different, but not that different. Um, but in terms of the head explosion, as I start doing ship. Uh, uh, <laughs> like Air Force carrier fucking semaphore <laughs> to get rid of this fly around me. I'm not fucking dead yet. Um, You're dead inside though, Doug. Oh, that's what it's getting at. It's a soul fly. Oh, that's a fucking band. I didn't even realize that. It's a fucking metal band. Um, it's the spin-off from Sepultura. Anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. Um... And if you're looking forward to the next couple episodes, uh, I just want to let you know, uh, Christina will watch Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. I'm putting you on record. Oh, fuck. Now I'm on record. I have to watch it. Just like, oh, it's the one with no, my, Patrick not even, Harris. I won't watch it that takes, I almost like, threw myself like, under the bus like, on it's air. It's like 45 minutes long. Yeah, but I almost threw myself over the, on the bus. Uh, I almost you, put myself on air, which I didn't want to. you probably thought I meant Rick and Morty again. Damn it. Um, God damn it, Doug. Let's... It rolls around the tongue, doesn't it? Uh, let's talk about assassination theories. So all the head exploding. I want to say it's either like a soup that we don't know about. Oh, you're fucking quoting me from outside. No, I already thought about that. Okay. I said that we don't know about. Uh-huh, which is what I said. But okay. No, you had it a little bit different. Like, this is somebody like we okay, completely right, right, don't right. know you're about. Right. You're right. A soup we don't... Right. Yeah, completely know about, like... God knows what. And then my other theory was their microchips. Like for the soups, but that doesn't mean like for well, everyone else. I have kind of a sub note on this is that when the Deep was watching all of this, he flipped he the like, fuck out like, like, and grabbed his head. So I'm thinking it's not a it's not a soup we've seen. I don't think it's the um, Cindy, the one that escapes Sage That's Grove. what my dad thought when he was watching. I was like, no, it's not Cindy. No. She's too... Well, and she was locked up when they killed the CIA um, deputy director, yeah. Rainer. But then she got loose after, before the Congress, before the hearing. Yeah, no, yeah, I'll give you that. But, like, but she's so I, pissed at other things. Well, it, it seems like she's more, like, explodey than... Like, it, well, she would seems, explode the whole body versus, yeah, like, it's, the it's head. More, it's, She's more like wrath than like precision, I yeah. would say. Does that make sense? I feel like, though, if she could control her wrath, she could be more precision, though. Yeah, but she's not there yet. No. Um, she's an untrained fucking 11 from Stranger Things. Yeah. At this point. Um, but 
here are my theories. It's a soup we've seen, but we don't know they're a soup. Okay. And here are the two people I'm thinking. One, the head of the church. Yeah. Because he says, like... Church of the Collective? Yeah, he says a bunch of, like, really shady shit about, like, excising... um, Archer? The eagle, Eagle. the archer, or whatever his name is. Um, And saying, like, hey, they're going to need you. He's talking to the deep in the atrium. You know, things are going to happen. I assume this church has got people in place, much like Scientology and Hollywood. That's obviously the analog. Um... I got here's where I put my money if I was a gambling man. Uh, Good thing you're not and you're just a drinking man. Rambling gambling man or whatever that <laughs> song is. Um, and I'm gonna fuck up the name because I, I, I can never remember it. But it's John uh, Car- uh, Espinito is the name of the actor. He was in Breaking Bad. He's in The Mandalorian. Um, yep. He's like was it Edgar Stanley something like that. He's the guy who runs Vought. Yep. Where like Homelander's like, I say who's on this team, and, and like, like he no, stands up to him and goes, "We're on the 99th floor. Like you have no power here." No one stands up to a Homelander like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So my inkling is this guy's got an edge to him that. We just have that camera in Black Noir's face mask, so you can see everything. That's true. We're gonna talk about. Black Noir. Ugh. But let's finish your theories. That's my theory. I think yeah. it's what's the same. Which means he's not popping any of the boys. He's not popping anyone associated with the boys. Yeah. Except for Rainer. But in terms of like killing the congresswoman, like all of that, like no one that like is like on board with the boys. Yeah. Uh, except for obviously the coerced Vogelbaum. Yeah. Got popped. So That's either true. he doesn't see him as a threat, or he needs them to be like super villains. Yeah. Or there's something. Yeah. That eventually the boys will become useful in a marketing that, yeah. aspect. That he's looking at the long game. That's and true. And Homelander is not seeing it. Which yeah. is why. Oh! Oh! oh you Brian. just like left me hanging. That was ice cold. <laughs> Christina just got like, like, like absolute zero. Like, I just got like just, the cold, sh- like. Oh no! Frozen. That was the no. That was Elsa being pissed off. I didn't want to interfere with you. All I did was this, like, as you walked Ugh. by, and you just like, nope. We did it last time too, so. I don't know if that was got, uh, <laughs> caught on record, but uh, Brian said he was an asshole. Um, that was... Oof. That was that was a storm that came and... That was... I don't... That was like sub-zero fucking freeze uppercut move. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that was a sub-zero fatality. Yep. Finish I'm dead. Up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like your spine's flying out of your body and yep. all your blood's ice. Um, anyway. Back to the boys. So... That's my theory. It's Edgar Stanley. Stanley Edgar, whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, yeah. Giancarlo Espinito is the name of the actor. Um, I talked about the deep freaking out. I, I kind of want to talk about like Stormfront and Homelander real quick. Because it seemed like they were kind of on the outs when he like Homelander burned down his trailer. Because 
she was taking fucking forever and wasn't at the tower when she said she was yeah, gonna get yeah, the yeah, tower yeah. and but now they're like then she told her told her him most of the truth not all of it yet but that she married oh that's true I guess, that, I guess that was afterwards wasn't it yeah alright so scratch that never mind I was gonna say like the fact that he like yeah no they're they're together okay well they're uh, together what is your view on the fresca I think it's just a funny thing just a funny thing I think it's just a very funny thing nothing you don't think there's any like my no I think it's really funny genetic. that like I think it's a I think it's I'm gonna say something so weird. Um, I think Fresca is a very disarming drink. <laughs> I think if someone offered me a Fresca, I wouldn't be suspicious. I wouldn't be like I like Fresca. Uh, it's a great. Thing is like the way it's been presented and like when they let the well, deep in. Like, do you want a Fresca? I think it's. I think it's probably analogous to like the Jim Jones cult, like. Let's drink the Kool-Aid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's just... They picked a drink and went, Fresca? That's kind of funny. Like, Because you're not going to have, like, OK Cola or Tab yeah. or um, some, you know, Jolt or whatever. Like, yeah. And you're not going to pick Coke or Pepsi because you're going to get sued. Um, you know what I mean? Type of thing. But, yeah. Um, cheers. Um, yeah. Uh... I think I think Fresco is just a very like safe, safe bet, but innocuous. Gotcha. At the same time, and I find it hilarious. I don't I, like. I said I think it's very much like oh, you're drinking the Kool Aid from the gym's. Gotcha. Jim Jones All right. Um, we're coming up on we've I, I've got another show to record after this. Um, Black Noir Nut Allergy. Oh Do you realize God. that in the first episode, first or second episode? Black Noir comes up to like, that technician and she's eating an Almond Joy and she goes, oh, would you like an Almond Joy? And he like just stands there and then hands her like the notes says like butcher and whatever. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Album. But like, they've been setting up... And he like throws it in the trash. Yeah. Like, he's been, they've been setting up a tree nut allergy of all fucking things yeah. for eight episodes. And then finally Maeve is like, Almond Joy! And they're like... He shoves it in his mouth. I don't think Black Noir is dead. I think he's gonna be kind of a, a dark. Just more part. of like an anaphylactic shock where they think yeah, he's dead, yeah, but yeah, he's yeah. gonna come back. Well, I mean, like he survived the whatever the 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 Islam terrorists like blowing up or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's dead. I think King, uh, Queen Maeve um, kicked the, you know EpiPen away just enough time to give Starlight and Wee Huey or Huey. Um, Huey with the hand. Wee Huey. Yeah, with Land Flatter, which we're going to get into it in a second. Um, it's time to get away. Sorry, I got distracted there for a second. Um, Come on, Doug. Get those thoughts. No, it's just, you know, it's... I, I don't want Black Noir to die because I think his seriousness adds to so much comedy. Yeah. Where people are so uncomfortable around him well, because he, he doesn't, doesn't talk. Yeah. You don't have no idea what he looks like under the mask. just a little bit. When the compound V thing yeah. came out, you saw a bit of like scar tissue. Yeah. Um, and if if I'm correct, and I could not be, I, I didn't read uh, the boys past the first couple of years in the comics, but I believe Black Noir is a Homelander clone. Oh. So it'd be interesting to see 
I don't think Homelander has a tree nut allergy. I'm just saying. Um, but maybe it was something that happened with the cloning that... Yeah, that he was slightly imperfect or whatever. Um, but God, like, I don't want him to be dead because I think he's such a, like, a fan favorite character. Like, he's one of my favorites in the Seven. Yeah. Because in the first season, Homelander's walking around the table of the Seven and he goes, you know... People are getting sloppy, and there's been a plane crash, and Starlight's, you know, lost her faith. Because, but not you, no, Black Noir. You're doing just great. Like, and, like, taps him on the back. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and Black Noir was a fucking badass in that Kamiko fight. So, it, it's interesting seeing the chink in the armor there, but um, I don't think they should kill him outright yet. Yeah. We'll see. Um... But it was funny seeing the Almond Joy setup yep. from episode one coming. Almond Joy of all fucking things. Yep. As a. Kind of just stuffed a handful of almonds in his mouth. You just know you stuck an Almond Joy. Well, but no, but like then you've got like um, Huey and um, Starlight talking about Almond Joys when they're at the motel with MM. Oh, that's right. Like, they keep setting up like Almond Something Joy. Something is going to be hint. Almost like, like. Why would you. But why would you. Like, you watch. Almost like the way they did it, like with Fresco, but they did it more obvious. But it's like you said, just a drink. No, it's still a subtle. Yeah, like it's. But this is more subtle of a setup. Because like, like, I'm like, oh, like they're making fun of like almond joy and mounds, whatever, ha ha ha. They're making fun of. But like the almond joy thing, the payoff on that is Black Noir's potential death. Yeah. Fresco's not going to be like a religious thing, or maybe it is. I don't know. Um, Lastly, Lamplighter light himself up. Dude, I was not expecting that. I was not at all. Uh, that I think that's the one part of this. There are several episodes, several parts of this episode that I did not see coming. <laughs> but the lamplighter going like, they took down my statue. I did this for my father. I want to like, do this in front of my statue for my father. I thought that's something he said. I kind of got it. I as did like, hear that he said he wanted to do it in front of his statue. Yeah, I think that he meant sex. Ah. I think he... Are you sure that's what he meant, or lighting I don't know. Salt? It could have been either way, or both. But you can tell that Starlight statue took his spot. Yeah, oh yeah, well, his, like... It was, like, part of his body, and, like, it didn't have a head. Did you notice that? No. Yeah. If you rewatch it, like, it's part of his body and a head, and then next to it is, like, Starlight's built in. Um, ah, I'm not going to look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he lets himself on fucking fire... Uh, that was insane. And he was like, how the fuck am I going to get out of here? And he's like, oh yeah, I need your hand. And just breaks a bottle. And Dude, just <laughs> breaks a bottle of Jack Daniels and fucking, like, just yeah. Like, <laughs> like at one point, it slams it down with his foot to get it through to the break. tendons. No, he broke, I thought he broke the bone. That's what he slammed his foot down on it for. No, it was like through the bottle. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, it, it I was, thought it was to break the arm, not the... I, I remember it being, like, he slammed, like, his foot through the bottle. Maybe I didn't see it close enough because all I heard was the crack, so I thought he was yeah. breaking the bone. That's what I thought he was doing. Because he was sawing through it like, <laughs> he was uh, sawing like 127 hours style. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, I'll do one more. Please. So um, I thought he, what he did was he was cutting it, and then he realized he couldn't cut through the bone, so I thought he broke the arm. Well, that makes more sense. And then he cut through the, through the break to the other tendons. That's what I thought. I'll have to rewatch that part. But yours medically makes more sense. Medically, yes. <laughs> um, where could Lamplighter have really gone as 
as a character. He would have been in front of Congress. Would have had a, had his, had his, head. his head would have exploded anyway. Yeah, he would have been dead. And, I mean, to me, like, dragging out anything with Lamplighter would just have been a waste of Sean Ashmore as an actor. Yeah. That's all I've got. That's all I got. I mean, we covered quite a bit on that last episode of The Boys. All right. Well, My only other thing is... I'm excited because The Mandalorian comes out at the end of this month on October 30th. It is the way. Exactly. More Baby Yoda. I just love Carl Weathers going, come on, do the hand thing. Yeah. He's not doing the hand thing. Yep. Fucking Carl Weathers. I love him. Uh, so that's it. I've got no sign-off. I don't have a, I don't a have clever thing. Uh, we had nothing to talk about. I managed to fill out 45 minutes. Hey. Boys covered a lot of it. And uh, next week, the boys are back in town. If you like what you heard, check some of our other shows out like Exotic Liability, Nerd Vomit, Black Falls, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found by searching for The BACN on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music, or at www.bacnpodcast.com. Oh, yeah.